0: This is Four H for You Two, a podcast from the Mississippi State University Extension Service promoting Four H programs and positive youth development. Here now, your host, Dr. John Long and Kobe Rutherford. All right, Kobe. Well, the long-awaited day that uh, I've been excited about for ever since we did our actual first podcast, which was—I don't know how long ago was that?
1: Gosh, I guess it's been about three or four weeks. Yeah, now.
0: three or four, almost a month, I guess. And. In that podcast, we talked a little bit about ourselves, but today we're going to be talking about uh, two different topics, I guess, and that's relation to uh, 4-H. So what are what are actually we going to be talking about today?
1: Well, I think the first topic that we should discuss would be kind of your programs, uh, what you do with the state 4-H office, and that's with the, the safety program. And then I think in the next podcast, we could probably visit some of the things that I'm doing with the state 4-H Congress, with yep. other staff members.
0: I think that's that's good, because both of them are either have been going and are going to continue on and, and or coming up, so uh, we've got a lot to cover for sure, and this is actually going to be in two separate podcasts, so uh, we're pretty excited about it.
1: Yeah, with all the stuff going on in our office, it seems like we're all kind of scrambling, working on a lot of different <laughs> things at once, and uh, right. if we don't kind of stay up on these things, they'll... Uh, fall by the wayside pretty fast we'll get behind so mm-hmm. i guess when i grew up in 4-h uh safety programs were around but they weren't as popular as they are now uh, john what uh, describe the safety program to our audience and what okay. it really entails here at msu
0: i have to do a little sidebar when you said that about 4-h my i can't remember what which which one of my children asked me says uh you know what did you participate in uh safety which was formerly known as shooting sports uh, as a child and I said no I said I knew about 4-H but I said I knew absolutely nothing about the safety program otherwise I would have been been in it uh, because I was actually doing all those things that that our young people are doing it today and it was a lot of a lot of a lot of fun for them. So, safety is basically what it was before, was uh, shooting sports. It was known as shooting sports. And then, uh, prior to that, it was known as field and stream. So, now we've made a name change again. And uh, safety is an acronym that stands for Safe Archery and Firearms Education and Training for Youth.
1: So, it sounds like to me that encompasses a whole lot more than just what the shooting sports and field and stream did
0: yeah that for sure and i think that what it's done uh has really made it it more even more marketable uh because instead of just saying 4-h shooting sports and you might have some people scratching their heads because they don't really know what shooting sports encompasses and we're just so much more than just shooting it may be something you know if you heard shooting sports you may think well shotgun that's all they do or whatever but it really is to kind of uh expound on exactly the the whole program itself and we want to emphasize the fact that we're educating youth too because it's all about youth development teaching life skills
1: so this name change came across from a, a number of different reasons and it wasn't just to be more pc in, mm-hmm. in today's climate it really safety describes the program that's exactly very right. well
0: at first and foremost is what we teach is safety and i've always said and anybody listening to this it's ever been to a volunteer training will will or serve uh volunteer certification or instructor certification That's to say i always make this comment i said if we saved one person's life from what we taught in in the program then everything else would is worth it because we put that effort they that much emphasis on safety when we when we uh teach young people
1: no doubt Mm -hmm. so what all contests are within this program under the safety umbrella what other disciplines i know you mentioned shotgun rifle
0: right The and let me clarify when we talk about a discipline we want to talk about uh that's actually like the, the activity like you said so it's shotgun muzzle loader air pistol air rifle 22 rifle 22 pistol um that's the hunting we actually have hunting um and i'm trying to archery we do uh, compound and recurve and a lot of those disciplines have uh and i'm sorry if i forgot something don't 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 want to mind level two instructors call me and say, "Well, you forgot this discipline," but um, I think I got all of them. But anyway, um, the a lot of those disciplines have subcategories just based on equipment. I won't bore you with that because that you really need to get into the the uh, details of that. You need to get the actual event handbook and and see exactly in uh, the rule books and see exactly what I'm talking about.
1: You know, I think all those things sound so interesting to me. When I grew up in 4-H, I don't know that our county had a shooting sports program, mm-hmm. but I had a hunter safety education class in my, within my ag class. Right. And I remember how terrible I was at, at shooting any type of firearm. And we, uh, one day our teacher gave us a, a big poster board of a turkey oh. and said, blast it with a shotgun. Mm. I don't even think I hit the poster. Oh. I don't know how far it was away, but... <clears throat> I aimed that gun, and I don't know where those bullets went. You
0: know, I've I've had that same thing happen on real turkeys. Really, and yeah, and it's uh, it's not good feeling walking out of woods empty empty handed for sure. So, at least the paper ones don't move on you. So I can't
1: make an excuse for you in that. I, I can't either. But it was a pretty sad moment in <laughs> yeah. my educational career that kind of stuck <laughs> with me. And I guess the saying goes, you couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. barn really, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I
0: understand that for sure.
1: Really came to life with me. Uh, so what you know. I, I've seen a lot of pictures and videos of these shooting sport events. And it seems like it's first and foremost a lot of fun for oh, these yeah, kids sure. and families. But what are they getting out of it? I mean, why is it important to, to teach them about this skill and what kind of life to, youth development skills do you think they're, they're getting? Well,
0: two weeks ago I was uh, privileged to go to the Northeast District match. And I will say this. There were over 500 young people at that event, and uh, all shooting. And uh, they had um, uh, zero incidences of uh, mishaps. And I think a lot of that, if not all of it, is due to the, that, the diligence and, and the emphasis that we put on safety. Uh, a lot of times when you hear about young people and firearms, it's a bad thing. And, but that was just a really, you think about getting 500 young people together to have a contest. And to have that uh, event pull off as it did, it, it is an amazing thing. Um, what they're learning in this program, as I said, of course, you know this, 4-H is about youth development, and it's teaching life skills. And those skills that those young people are going to learn are they going to take with them for the rest of their life. So what we want to do is just get them into the program, and that's, Program each program in 4-H has a certain hook to it. It can be horse, it can be, you know, livestock, shooting sports, and it's to appeal to a wide uh, audience. and And that's why we do that. Um, it's to get them involved in something that they enjoy, so we can get them into the educational process that that 4-H 4-H has.
1: I think this is one of those unique programs in 4-H that is appealing to both a rural and an mm-hmm. urban audience. Mm-hmm. That they can go to their county shooting range and, and participate in right. without having to own land or having to own a lives you know, livestock or uh, it's just kinda open up to everyone it seems right. like. Are there any age restrictions on any yep. of the specifics?
0: Yep. Uh, you have to be uh, at least eight years old by January the first in order to participate. And uh, then you can't <laughs> you can't have passed your eighteenth birthday as of January one in order to remain a senior uh, a senior, a senior level participant. Um, so, yes, there are uh, age restrictions for that. And for that matter, when we go back to talking about the disciplines, we have a progressional phase of starting out a young person uh, on air, on an air gun, and then moving them up, you know, to where they get to like 10 years old, then they can start doing more uh, disciplines other than just air and then we have a certain restriction on on 22 pistol where you you have to be 14 before you can even do that one so Mm -hmm. it it is a progressional thing i kind of look at it like a funnel you know you just start out up here and try to get them down to where they're um more um specified in a in a discipline if that makes any sense
1: yeah that that does kind of like you you just keep progressing and and moving on up the chain Uh, about the 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 kids, uh, you know, I think about in my own home, and think about, you know, I I'm leery uh, of having a firearm in my home mm-hmm. at at, uh, at times, or you know, if if I do, I want it locked up uh, away from sure. where my children can't access it. But I think back to this training that all these kids are receiving about mm-hmm. how to know what to do with that firearm right. how to respect that gun don't right. you think that's a pretty important part Ooh, of it yeah. as well
0: yeah and as i said i was not in for h uh safety when i was young I, I was fortunate i had uh my dad and my uncle who were very avid out outdoorsmen and they taught me the value of respecting a firearm you know and and mine was you know shoot a coke can and look at it and you know i'll never forget my uncle doing that and he said you see what that that does to you or if you know you shot a squirrel he said that'd do the same thing to you so you better respect it and that went for you know a three-wheeler or whatever if you lost respect for something that's when it would hurt you so and that is absolutely important uh and it's critical uh and our instructors again emphasize that over and over again
1: yeah so you mentioned keep mentioning the instructors mm-hmm. are these instructors are they volunteers or yeah. Or how do y'all find instructors for this well
0: course? volunteers and uh, extension agents uh, take on that role as well uh, we have a, a training uh, that uh, is pretty intense and they're taught uh, how to basically uh, let me back up Every, I've had a lot of questions from people that were interested in volunteering and they say oh I want to be an instructor but I know absolutely nothing about firearms I said, don't worry about it. I asked, I said, do you have a passion for, for wanting to be, you know, teaching youth? And they'll say, oh, yes. I said, well, don't worry about that. We'll teach you everything else you need to know, you know. We're going to teach you to be safe, and we're going to teach you how to become, uh, to, how to interact with a young person. Um, one of the things that the instructor is, and and this, sometimes you'll hear him referred to as coaches, but one thing that an instructor is is a basically a mentor or a caring, responsible adult in order to uh, instruct that person. So what you're going to find out is if you're an instructor, these young people, are, are, you're, you're going to um, learn from them maybe what kind of home they come from, what kind of uh, background they have. And you being that mentor, that positive, caring adult, is going to be a positive influence in their life.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's the utmost importance mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. What about when the the child signs up to compete in mm-hmm. a safety event? Are they responsible for, for bringing their own firearms or their own bow and arrow? Yes. Uh, their own bullets? Yes, uh,
0: they uh, are responsible for bringing uh, any type of whatever equipment
1: that they're going to need, they need to bring it uh, That's gotcha. for sure. So that's, uh, I think that's good in itself, just yes. learning how to safely transport firearms. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: I'd say that, you know, it's one of the life skills you're going to learn is, you know, you don't take your uh, shotgun if it's been raining, uh, and you you just don't throw it in a case and, you know, put it or put it in a gun cabinet with it wet. You know, you, you learn the responsibility of keeping your firearm clean. I had somebody uh, say something the other day. They said, oh, I haven't cleaned my gun and." you know years I said you better clean it I said cuz you take care of your gun the gun will take care of you and it'll perform the job what you want to do as long as you take care of it um so yeah that's definitely something that 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 you learn
1: so what events are coming up with safety I, I know you got a pretty bu- busy calendar yeah, so like for the next few months we
0: are rolling 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 we had um the last well first of all hey when it's not raining or when it wasn't raining that's all all yeah which was hard to do right the the counties were having you know multi-county matches in order to to qualify for the district events and uh over the past two weekends we've had uh we had the first three districts on the last uh weekend in uh in april and then we had like i said earlier we had the first or the last uh District Northwest District, had their event um, last Saturday. So we've wrapped up the district events. Now those senior age participants uh, that qualified for uh, state invitational will will actually have an opportunity to go. Now they don't have to go, but they will have an opportunity to participate at the uh, state invitational, and that is going to be July the 19th through the 20th. And more information will come out on that. You just have to kind of you know, keep watching the website and keep, uh, keep in contact with your extension agent, and they'll keep you informed on what you need to, in order to do that. One of the exciting things uh, that, that I enjoy doing is uh, going to uh, Grand Island, Nebraska every year, and that's going to be uh, June the 23rd through the 28th and that's where the national championship is held so oh, neat mm-hmm, we've got a, a pretty good uh, number of young people uh that's going to be uh participating in that and We have participation in all disciplines with the exception of hunting and so we we always have a good time and it's awesome i think it's really important that young people in our state they get exposed to a portion of the country that a lot of them have never seen before, right. and they get to interact with young people that they've never seen or before, and uh, some of them make lifelong friends from being there.
1: Yeah, and what better reason to go to Nebraska? Right, than, exactly, you know, exactly. Get to see part. I yeah. mean, there's really... Well, a it's funny that
0: yeah, Grand Island, Nebraska, is home to Hornady Ammunition. I don't know if I can say that or not, uh, but they are, and it's really cool to see how such a... Uh, Of course, you know you can go into any store, sporting goods store, and see that ammunition. I and I think you know I've been in that building. I've seen them making those bullets, so that's really, really cool. So they have those attractions, and Grand Island is a great, great town. They are very welcoming to us, and I I will say this: I was told I was checking out of the hotel last year, and the woman said, uh, the woman at the front desk. She said, this was like four o'clock in the morning, too. She said. I just want you to know something. She said, we are so happy when y'all come to town, she said, because we don't have to hire a security guard to walk around the halls. She says, we have a lot of large softball tournaments and things that come in here, and the young people just do not act appropriately. And so much, they have to hire security to walk the halls all that? night long. So she said, uh, "She said, your kids are some great kids. And I say yours, you know what I mean. I'm talking about 4-H overall said that they're they're so well behaved that we don't have to worry about that and i think that's a testament to what 4-h does to young people good compliment Mm -hmm. for sure
1: good deal i I, i'm excited to participate in my first safety events coming up as a a 4-h staff member seeing what it's all all about
0: you will be amazed
1: i'm sure i will (laughs) i have probably never been in in a location with that many firearms (laughs) around at one time so that's gonna be pretty neat to see yeah
0: it's it's a lot of fun and and you know, it's a—it's one of those things that, yes, it is a lot of work to get ready for, but once it's underway and and everybody you know is, is enjoying themselves and having a good time, and you just see the interaction that families have with their their young people, it, it's a it's a lot of a lot of uh, uh, it, it, I don't know how to say this, but it is kind of a a moving thing to see young people come together with a mutual interest, have a good time, and, you know, go home, and and it's, one of the things, I will say this, I'm getting a little stammered, but one of the things that that I always think of is every child I look at, I said, one of those is the next national team member, one of those could be, and I'm going to get to know that, you know, that individual, so, but it is fun yeah you're going to enjoy it i thought
1: that's cool it's kind of like they go into the contest with their eye on the target and hopefully come out with a prize that's right
0: that's right very good and make sure to drink lots of water because you can imagine july yeah july 19th through the 20th i've only had one year that it was cool it was uh 2008 and it was oh my goodness it was like a spring day and I have never had that again. I so. bet not. I'm not living right. I don't guess. I don't. Know.
1: I got you. Well, good deal. Well, uh, I guess John, if you don't have anything else to add about the shooting sports uh, safety program, I- I've enjoyed learning about. Yes,
0: today. I have too. Look, if you don't, if you want to know more about the the 4-H uh, safety uh, program, go to your local extension office. If you don't know how to do that, just uh, do a Google on uh, Mississippi State University Extension. Go to the web page and you can pull up your county and find out that county officer. You can call a, a state four H office uh, 662-325-3350, or send me an email at john j o h n dot l o n g at m s s t a t e dot e d u. Was that a good radio voice I did then? Yeah, I thought
1: so. Sounds awesome. Yeah,
0: that's all I got. Yeah
1: y'all be sure to join us next time for our episode three, where we'll be talking about the upcoming 2019 State 4-H Congress. Oh, yeah.
0: Thanks for joining us for 4-H4U2. For more information, please visit extension.msstate.edu and be sure to subscribe to our podcast. 4-H4U2 is produced by the Mississippi State University Extension Service, Office of Agricultural Communications.